coming to you from Strings and Things Studio in Ventura, California. I'm Anne. I'm Katie. I'm Karen. And this is a Strings Unraveled podcast. Welcome to April. Hello, hey. April. It's springtime. Yeah. And the time changed. Boo. <laughs> no yay. But I think it's gonna it's gonna stay. Hopefully. I, I heard something about the Senate signing a bill. Yep. Um so. it's it's a possibility. It hasn't been, you know, completely. Does that mean that we'll be on the same time as everybody else or we'll be opposite of everybody else? Because there's this debate in my family about that. We're going to stay in daylight savings, so what we're doing now, and not change. So I don't know what that means as it far as other really people. It doesn't really mean anything, uh-huh. except if those states choose not to. Won't that be weird if there's like three states that but there's already, never was it join Arizona up with us? I know, but like... But sometimes we're the correct times, like the correct times. Sure, of but they never would be. Yeah, yeah, just a state so in the middle of the country that's an hour behind us, or they ahead just of us. have to just. Like, Everybody does it. You'd hope that yeah, they well. would just like, okay, this is the one last time. I hope that this happens because that would make me happy. Well, I'm so sick of the change. Uh huh. And I realized that I was born during daylight savings time because I had been holding on to this idea that oh, they'll probably do it on daylight savings time, and I'll be short that hour for the rest of my life. But not you're if you were born yeah. during daylight savings time. So I'm finally cool. I'm just really sick of the change. So yeah. no more. No maths. That would be nice. Um, well, who wants to start with what they're working on? I'll start with what I'm working on. All right. Let's go, Katie. <laughs> um, okay. I currently, in my hands, am knitting a four-year-old project that I found in my office. <laughs> um this is a very basic raglan sweater knit with the yarn that we dyed it's four years ago. Um, and I am working on this because I finished my simple project today during drop-in. And the project that I was going to work on is Graphica. But I have an injured finger on my left hand right now. And uh. doing two color, color work with this split thing on my finger has proven to be very slow and obnoxious so yeah no i will uh i'll do it next week or something when my finger feels better it's like watching a movie when you're in the wrong mood for it it will ruin the movie yeah even if it's like for me that's usually comedies i'm usually game for most other genre anytime uh-huh but if i'm in the wrong mood in a comedy yeah you're wrong, not gonna have a good time i hate it yep so i'm knitting on a very basic knit in the round um but when i'm not working on this i'm also working on graphica so those are my Basically, my two things that I'm actively working on because I finished a couple things this month. So that's it for me. You'll talk longer in the next go. A little bit, yeah. (laughs) What are you working on, Karen? I've got four things out here because those are the four things I've chosen this month. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I mean, let's not think that there's, let's not kid ourselves. There's more than four, but I'm only counting the ones that grab my attention now. You're actively working on. Yeah, I believe that is. So I have. Luna Fade and Luna Fade 2.0 and when I first I was going to teach them together but I realized they're not the same pattern in two different weights is it Luna or Luna Luna Luna. oh yeah you talked about one of them last time yes so I actually um whatever I did last time Mm -hmm. I ripped out because I didn't want to start with that color so but I almost caught I'm halfway to caught up it's a 
a shawl, right? It's a shawl. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's it has this really neat, yeah, the knit in front and back kind of mm-hmm. Tunisian crochet version of it. But I decided to change out my colors. And also I realized I was doing one edge completely wrong. And oh. that's why the two sides didn't look the same. Um. And I... Instead of reading the pattern and following Readings the pattern suckers. and deciding I like this better, you know, after while I'm like, no, I don't like that better. And it is not what she designed. And I do like what she designed better. So <laughs> I love that you were using positive self-talk though. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> come on, just, just, just follow the freaking pattern, Karen. Just do it the right way. Yeah. It's I not a right or wrong with... way. Just do it the way it was intended. Right. But I can come up with a lot of ways to justify the quote mistake that I have made. So it is nice to sometimes just it was be a like, modification. Okay, I'm going to start over. It's a modification that just didn't work. There you go. And I also, like <laughs> I realized I didn't want the pink color next to my face going light to dark. I really mm. wanted to start with the color I liked the most, which to me, this shade, no matter who makes it, is Whiskey Barrel. All right. It looks like Whiskey not. Barrel. I, that's what I've been like waiting to say, like, is that Whiskey Barrel? It's not, but it's it certainly not. is. It is. Whiskey uh, Barrel is a Madeline This Tosh is called color. Dante. Oh, that's right. From, I was like, of course, that's what Dante's shirts look like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can hear a not dog. your Dante. Dirty. I know. Dirt, <laughs> dirty. Dirty Dante. But, uh, yeah, so the, loon, so the the DK weight is a different increase than the Luna Fade 2.0, which is fingering weight, of which I'm using Stash. Ooh, nice. Oh, I love that color. And this color is from the... Um, it's like something I, mm-hmm. it's something I it's the hedgehog fibers that I picked up at our uh, our our swap ah. nice. and stash stashed again stash yeah <laughs> so while the the DK one is the same row over and over and over and over again mm-hmm. the fingering weight is a different increase that gives it more of a lacy a slightly I don't know I guess lacier edge because there's yarn over a little more yarn overs involved. And um, then it has the bottom edge is, is going to be more lace. Nice. Into, also in Tunisian crochet. Um, but it's a, a two row repeat where you increase two times on each side, one row, and then three times each side on the opposite row. So you really have to keep track of am I on row two, a row three, mm-hmm. row two, a row three. So, that is, so that's Lunafade 2.0. Both of them are from Natalie, or just Natalie of Detroit Knots, K N O T S. You can find her on Instagram um, and on Ravelry. Those are her things. Nice. And and on both of them, I'm using Stash. So let's see. What else am I working on? I am working on, of course, the thing I haven't touched since last month that we're all working on, uh-huh. Graphica. Nice. I just got distracted by other things, but not, I picked it back up. At least I picked up. The, I don't think you technically had, I picked up the bag. I don't think you had in. started it last month. I think you had the yarn dyed, but I don't think you had cast on. You were yet. gonna wash your rewash oh, your yarn. Oh yeah. Well then, let me show you what I've done. Yes, please, <laughs> I'd love to see it. Okay. Well, you saw the swatch. So okay. So I got. That's right. Because I took it. It took no time at all to get the, through the first two charts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm on like the fifth one, and I'm like, oh my god, this is so many stitches. <laughs> <laughs> but then I stopped because I got distracted by other things. Oh yeah. So. Um, yeah, and I'm loving how it's coming out. Nice. I'm loving. So I'm at the the doodle the the second oh, doodle that's like a loop de loop. Very That cute. was really fun. Um, and I kept it visible where I could see it from it from my bed side of my bed. All just me zipping up the bag. Um, my my grandma used to say if you put something somewhere, no matter where it is, and then you walk by it three times, that's where it lives. 
So even though you could like see it. Oh, you know what? That nothing lives. in my house has a home. It all lives out in my vis- visibility. Well, so therefore, so I should never put anything away. <laughs> yes, I should. There's other people that need to live there, too. I'm, I'm not going to judge you on that. Okay, so <laughs> I have, I do have another knitting project, but I want to wait before I talk about it. Just, I'm going to do it last because the yarn for it's yummy. Mm. But I'm doing a non-knitting thing. Gorgeous. And this is a um, beaded bead weaving Mm -hmm. and it's a little wider because it's actually like 25 beads wide and i'm doing starry night makes me want to get my bead loom out that Mm -hmm. i haven't touched in years (laughs) yeah this is really really fun i found on etsy i found a couple of designers that have some really fun designs rather than just generic throw some beads in a row but following a pattern it's a chart you find you follow it i highlight where i've been and mark it off um, I've marked, I marked, well, I guess I draw a line through it. <laughs> I mark it off and then I put a post-it. Um, but it's, I'm about more than, well, I'd like to say I'm halfway cause I'm like, I'm at row, almost to row 40, but I forgot there's a hundred rows. Oh. So I'm about 40% through. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Is it a bracelet? Yeah, it's a, bra- it's a beaded bracelet. Very pretty. And, um, I even have the stuff to finish it. It has mm-hmm. these clamps that, that slide on to the last row of beads. Yeah. Um, that makes it nice. Cool. Um, I'll show you the fun. The well, it's like you would expect the Starry Night to look like. And I'm using a tray. Did to you keep say track who the pattern of. was by? It is by Scarab Jewels, and I think you can find her on Instagram as well as on Etsy. Beading tutorials. Now, she says it's beading tutorials, but there's really there's no instructions about. <laughs> There's really no, it says technique, loom bead weaving, <laughs> but she doesn't actually tell you how to loom bead weave. Okay. It's just, here's but a finished, got a pattern. But I like the layout of her pattern. Her photos are really clear. Um, her, the list of, at least she has the, her layout of what beads you need. Mm-hmm. And, and a, she has like a little dot next to it that gives you an idea of what color it is. This particular one uses a two, four, six, eight, ten, eleven 11 colors. Um, and some of them are very close, so I'm really glad that she's got them labeled really nicely to see. There's the picture. It looks very like, like a, a slice of a painting. A slice of a painting. Yeah. Um, she's got some other really, really cute ones. There's, there's another designer that I was going to start, but, um, whose name I forgot, but this particular one, she had scarabjewels.com has just a lot of really great fun patterns from like the eyes of an owl or eyes of a you know an animal prince and mm-hmm. they're just really unique there's a lot of shading involved to them so cool. that's fun very cool it's a different sometimes it's good to get into more than just fiber crafts i mean it technically it's fiber because it's got string sure <laughs> strings and things strings and things <laughs> this is part of the and things part it's part of the strings it is part of the strings. <laughs> Everything we do is really string related. Okay. So then the last thing I'm working on, and I just, I had to get some other stuff off, some, get some um, not fun tasks off my plate before I allowed myself to touch this stuff. <laughs> what is that giant ball of yarn? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I got some Nutiden yarn from Sweden. It's oh, unspun is. yarn. Uh-huh. And I'm doing the coloring book raglan by Amy Schur. Okay. S H E R R, and I'm doing it double stranded because it. Did, I tried it single strand and it's just too delicate for that. But you do it double strand and it's really quite easy. Um, trying to I was trying to get gauge. 
I had to go down a needle size to, to still have a good fabric and get gauge. Um, and it's plate, they call them plates. And you know, like we have hanks and skeins and balls, but unspun yarn comes in plates. Huh. Okay. So there, and Might it is kind of like a, what was that Noro stuff, a rainbow mm -hmm. roll? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's the same kind of thing. It's, yeah. it's like a pencil roving. Yep. Very cool. And some really, really pretty shades. And they even gave me some extra freebie stuff. Nice. So they Ooh, only have, okay, they only pretty. do, um, this is this orangey one that has all these beautiful heathers to it. This is my, I was swatching. I was taking out my swatch very, very Ooh, carefully. Together, they're so pretty. Because when you do double strand, you get even more heathering. It's yeah, just yeah, gorgeous. gorgeous. So this one color is kind of like a mauve, but it has hints of yellow and hints of pink in it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or it's not a mauve. It's like a, a beige, but it's got these these rose colors yeah, to it's, it. It's a and then hard this, color to pin down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they. The dye this outside in the snow in Sweden. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's, it's, I forget, it's Honecker or something like that. If you look up hashtag Newton yarn on Instagram, N U T I D E N. Yeah. Um, oh, Honerocker. H O N E R O C H E I R. With umlauts over the first O. Okay. I just like to say that word, umlaut. Anyway, they only do updates a couple times a year. And so I was waiting and waiting for it. Um, and the, the Swedish kroners to US dollars is mm -hmm. actually really reasonable. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's really nice. Um, but they do sell quickly. So trying to do, ind I had more colors in mind and I had to narrow it down to, because they only sell a limited number of individual plates. Mm hmm Whereas you get a better price if you do a group of three or a group of five. But what is amazing is it came from Sweden in this ginormous paper bag. Mm -hmm. And it was completely fine. Of course. Oh, it didn't come in a box. It was just in a bag. No, it came literally in this uh -huh. paper bag. That's why I brought it in the paper bag. <laughs> nice. so, you could see, so why does Amazon need to over oversize their boxes? Oh, that's nonsense. Yeah. It just, you know, where the, when this paper bag made it from Sweden yeah. pretty quickly. Okay, so I've got one one more color, and it's this yellow, but it has little bits of gray to it, and it's just this golden, sun, grassy, sunshiny, and it feels very nice. It feels like a it's it's not super soft, but it's not super scratchy either. Oh no, I like that. Yeah, it's it got has this loft. awesome. It has so much loft. And if it does come apart, I just, I don't even have to spit splice it. I just have to Kinda like overlay it, rub it together. <laughs> I don't even have to rub it together. It just wants to grab onto its buddy again. Nice. Um, they look at each other there from across the room. <laughs> they make eye contact and they're drawn to each other. So that is what I am. Those are the four things I'm working on. That's and now that, nice. now that it's in front of me, I'm just going to keep ribbing with this, <laughs> these two, pl these two plates. You so just... what is the sweater like that you're making with it? Um, and I wish, uh, um, it's, it's like a regular basic raglan with ribbing at the neck, long sleeve, and it has, view A has narrow contrast stripes just at the bottom in the cuffs and at the neck. Oh. View B has wider sleeve, 
sleeves. They're three quarters, but a little wider, and it's more of a crop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But there's over 14 different ways that you can mix it, and it has it has wider stripes along the body mm -hmm. and along the sleeves. And there's like 14 different ways you can mix and match nice. these two sides. Cool. So I want to do the wider stripes, but with the longer sleeves. Mm -hmm. I tell myself that, but I don't know if you be like, it all starts the same to you pretty, I mean, except for the, you have to decide if you want solid or not at the neck. Uh -huh. But once you get to where you are separating the sleeves from the body, then you decide which That's view you, have you to want. Make the big decision. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because That's the widths fine. and everything are the same. And she gives you even like a page in the back where you can color in your own stripes and mm -hmm. possibilities and mix and match them. So these colors are very earth tone. Um, plus, I love that they gave me a little stash of pop of orange. I don't know. I think I was just using that for my swatch. But it's I'm beautiful. happy to have it. Yeah, it's so that orange is the show stealer. Yeah, it's one of those I wanted. I thought I almost got. It's like a pumpkin. It's the perfect pumpkin spice. I think. Yeah, yeah, because it's got it's just orange and little bits of chocolate <laughs> brown and Excuse gold me. in it. But and it even has a little bit of the grass still in it. It's just field matter. Well, not that stuff. <laughs> no, I thought the grass was called field matter too. There's oh, that's true. There. Some of that is field. Sometimes the field matter is also fecal matter. <laughs> field matter. Yeah. Field Not, matter. I didn't say fecal matter. No. <laughs> but. Anywho. So. I guess it's my turn. Yep. Uh, so I am working on. I also chose to discuss four things. <laughs> uh, I am making a stripes pullover which I'm calling my stars and stripes. Nice. Exclamation mark. So uh, I got this cool yarn from Hobie, the Danish yarn company. Is that how, you, is that how we're saying it? I don't know. Okay. Hobby or I've Hobie? Been, I've been saying Hobby, but I don't know. I don't know okay. either. Hobie, Hobie. A Danish person, let me know. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's, it's going to be an American flag. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> so I'm doing 13 body stri like stripes across the yoke and into the body, uh -huh. and they're 13 rows tall. Wow. And so uh, patriotic. Yeah, right. I want to see more like I keep saying more normal people, and then I remember I'm not normal. <laughs> but like I love this country. I don't want it to single signal only one kind of person sure. appreciating this country. So um, I'm making it's a lot of fun. Yeah. One sleeve, I'm gonna strand fifty stars. Oh my god! <laughs> so the other sleeve's gonna out. be striped. Yeah. It'll oh my god! <laughs> I can't so, wait to see it. I know. <laughs> so um, it's going very well. Uh huh. I, yes. What's it made from? What uh, what type okay. of fiber? So I love this yarn so much. It is called Twister. And it's Twister Solid, which is 437 yards to 100 grams. Nice. So it's a fingering weight, cotton and acrylic blend. Mm. Oh, nice. It feels good. It say. doesn't feel like a makeup, oh, but it feels good. No, that oh, it's nice and yeah. soft. I, um, I am knitting at a 24 stitch to 4 mm -hmm. inch gauge because it is kind of fingering and doesn't really have any loft to fill in the space. Uh -huh. um, so I just had to go, I actually only had to go one size up. Nice. Um, and it's going really well. And cool. I really like it. I'm going to make a ton of sweaters out of the hobby. Yeah. The hobby, whatever. Twister. Okay. I used a Scooby. Yay. Oh, um, cordy so things. the cords, the plastic lacing cords, I really like the little one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At least in this gauge. In that gauge. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, it's very tricky. Yeah. The bigger one's but definitely like too it, big though. for that. Yeah. Um, super easy to get off. Uh, to move those... from the needle to the cord, the small one was. I helped somebody put their stitches, mm -hmm. like, on an appropriate size one because it was, they are knitting on a size nine or something. Mm -hmm. But I didn't like the bigger lace so that it's a hollow plastic lace that's generally used to do what you do like Lanyard the flat land yeah um but knitters have discovered that it's a good stitch holder karen found an amazing deal on them and mm -hmm. has been sharing and this is the first sleeves that i put on yeah i know it was somebody else smooth. do it and it was yeah. like this is pretty tricky yeah i didn't like the thicker the bigger one has a thicker plastic so yeah. the jump from the needle tip to the um cord is challenging more significant yeah. but this was very nice the skinning cord nice. um so that's going very well and uh, i've got the yoke all done and as in any sweater that's top down the yoke is the great yep great barrier <laughs> starts going really quickly and then immediately you have 300 stitches and it's not going so fast mm -hmm. um i am also working on graphica so I gave up looking for my yarn that went missing. Right. Somewhere I have a gorgeous cyan and white. <laughs> and there'll be some other sweater it becomes. Or maybe it'll be a second Graphica because I am enjoying this a lot. Yeah. Um, so mm. I have purple, which is Cascade Heritage. It's nice. a bright purpley purple. Very royal purple. Yeah. Um, I don't think they have names no they just numbers yeah this is five seven one nine <laughs> cute so if you're looking for a very true royal looking purple this is very good um and then i'm using patents is it croy i think it is croy yeah and it's a color i've never really seen around before yeah it's interesting it's a multi-plied kind of marled ply and it's very subtle color. Yeah, it reads almost as a solid, but it's yeah. a gentle self-stripe with like a soft sand color, a blue gray, and a like a off-white. Yeah. Um, From and across the room, it would look like just a solid color. Yeah, but it has a, a subtle. It'll be interesting to see how it works in mm -hmm. with the with the color work. I think that's pretty. I am also almost done with chart B. I was grateful that you guys started ahead of me because <laughs> it affirmed that I should, I wanted to not have my ribbing the same size needle. And I have um, kind of adapted the short rows from stripes mm. into this yoke. I'm, um, there's three sets of stripe of, I'm sorry, short rows in stripes. And you kind of incrementally go out. Uh -huh. I can't remember. Does Grafica have short rows? No. Nope. No. That was oh, one of the warning, yeah. the warnings that Karen, yeah. that Katie gave me. You're early enough though that you could do this too. And putting it like between the chart? Yeah. Mm. Uh -huh. So I started right away before chart A, after chart A, and then the last one will be after chart B. Because there's just but a couple of do, them, right? Yeah. There's three in stripes. I could just do, do it right too. after B. Yeah. So, because, yeah. I mean, um, like yoke sweaters, they're putting them all over the place. <laughs> like, yeah, you put it anywhere. Um, What's her face? Sorrel. Um, yeah. It's at, at the, the end. end. I need yeah. some other sweater. I think Strange Brew has the option to put them at the mm -hmm. end, too. Because all you need is to pump up the back of the sweater. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, Ooh, that yeah, looks good. Oh, okay. I just pulled out my Not necessarily. Well, no, I could put them at the end, but then yeah. I'm like, I don't but know if it like, would make a weird Well, you have between... to go way out. Like, yeah. you might want to look at That's how true. Sorrel puts them in. 
I um, want, can, sorry, I want to complain about this pattern just a tiny oh, bit. Oh, yes, go ahead. It's It has options for the sizing, and it's like for the first half of the sizes, you knit through the yoke charts, and then you knit until it's long enough, and then you separate the sleeves. For the larger sizes, you knit through the yoke charts, and then there's enough space, I guess, to throw in one more chart. So there's like an optional chart, B or D or I don't remember oh. what number it is, okay. for those sizes. Okay. Which I think we probably fall into the second half, which mm -hmm. adds in that extra chart. Okay. And if you look at Ravelry, some people's projects, I think on the smaller end, you have this big band of stockinette I stitch with no chart in it. That on hers. Yeah. Like yeah, I can in the pattern. see that. So so the bigger sizes are winning here. Is yeah, because kind of you. Wow. And I don't <laughs> okay. understand why you wouldn't put that in. Yeah, I don't know. It's strange. Um. I noticed that on hers, and I was like, oh, no. Is there going to be this point? Because I didn't read that far ahead, so I'm mm -hmm. glad to know that we win. Well, I don't know, because I, I feel like once I get through the last chart, I still have a significant ways to go before I s separate my sleeves. So I don't. I think I'm going to have a space, too, that I might throw some other little yeah. chart in. Because I haven't thought about it yet. but it's It it jumped out to me. Yeah. And I was like, how Some of the patterns have a big... Hmm. Yeah. Something I, to look out for. I have... I, I'm glad to know. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Again, thanks for going ahead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ahead of me. Um, glad I haven't that touched I had, it in a few weeks. So I'm glad I had a lag. Yeah, I thought I'd be really far behind you. <laughs> no. Ooh. So this is something fun. I had. I was thinking about teaching it um, on this session, but I I didn't hear back from her because she in her copyright she has some like very explicit uses, mm. but she doesn't mention teaching. And I'm like, but you're so directive. Right. about how you want it used, I'm just going to ask you. Because I, I don't ask designers very often, but there's Unless a... Unless there's a specific... Right. And there's also the opportunity to have this pattern for free mm. or to pay for it. Um, if I do ever teach it, I will be guiding everyone to pay it, <laughs> pay for it, because you should. Yeah. Um, I think she just calls it the Buffalo Check um, pot holder. And she has a ton of cute pot holders, so I actually think there's an opportunity to like do you know, like pot a block club. of the month, yeah, mm, fun. <laughs> but it's pot holders. It's very Just cute. Just don't call it pot club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, get the wrong. Or yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah, skunky. Um, <laughs> the blog is called Yarn and Chai, and she is Rebecca Langford. Um, so she gives, like we you kind of mentioned. Oh, I've made her patterns before. I, she looked familiar, like her um, stuff looked familiar and I was did wondering you, you did if you like a her. buffalo plaid something. I did, but I think yarn hat. and chai, I think I used her, um, basket, like the mosaic basket maybe. Oh. Is one of her patterns. <laughs> that, that awesome, awesome basket that we all fell in love with that's somewhere around. It's probably, yeah. With the plastic um, canvas in there. Yes. Yeah. I think that's one of her patterns, um. Yeah, she has a lot of cute patterns. Well, then if you've taught her patterns before, I, I just might just go I'll with it I'll be honest and say I didn't ask her, but I think that one might have just been free. I don't know if there was a paid version of it or not. Well, I mean, I don't have any problem teaching a free pattern. Yes. Yeah. So many crocheters make their patterns free. Yeah. You fools. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't have any trepidation about that. Yeah. I do, like, reserve a little thought. But this is sort of cool. I'm really excited about... Um, very about cute. gingham right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm really itching to make Jess, Jesse Maid's um, yes. gingham top. I have two colorways already um, I love that. set aside. 
But this, I started with Katie's color here. I have yeah. a bright yellow and a soft yellow and a white. It's really cute. And then I have a turquoise set and a pink set I'm going to make. Mm. So even if I don't teach this ever, it's so flipping cute. What I was really looking for, and I don't even know who it is, I keep seeing this cute, like, double crochet gingham bag. Hmm. She's made it, like, in white and sage and pink and sage and tan and sage. But I couldn't find any patterns on Ravelry for it. So it might just mm. be something somebody's making and selling. Maybe. Or they didn't put it on Ravelry, which I understand some people are doing. But mm -hmm. you know, I'm not going to find it that way. A crochet gingham tote bag? Yeah. It's more like a little handbag. Does it look like this? It is very similar to mm. that. Well, this is a pattern on Etsy for five sixty seven. Right. Crochet gingham bag pattern from Crochet by Bev Shop. That so. looks um, very much like what I was looking for. It's real cute. Yeah. So gingham is very cute. Yeah. I feel like yeah. it's also really in right now. Yes, I have to say that. I mean, I love gingham always, but yes. I like I like that something I love is on trend. It's very <laughs> on trend. Um, and then I'm limping along on limping along on Penguino. Oh yeah. The uh, the sweater of made the sweater of many colors. Yes. <laughs> Because um, I'm kind of to a, like a sort of tedious part. There's sort of an interesting underarm gusset, and that slowed me down. I'm looking forward to the bottom band. I'm going to do brioche, so I, nice. I really am looking forward to that. I just need to like break through sleeve island. Yeah. Um, and the collar's kind of fun, and then you do a eye cord edging. So I'm looking forward to the last steps. I just need to finish the stupid sleeves. Yeah. Or stop on the sleeves and move on to the next thing. Maybe that's what I should that's do. That's always a great option, yeah. honestly. I think, yeah, I think that might be what I do. Nice. But then I'll be on Sleeve Island for a long time. So what's the carrot? Um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Another so, project. Yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. <laughs> uh, so that's what I am actively focusing on. Nice. I, I have another hobby order coming, so I'm sure I'm going to get distracted pretty soon. Mm -hmm. um, there's some cute summer weight tops I have like my eye on on the horizon mm. there's some knitters called or the a design group called poison girls oh, i don't know them, them. Oh, oh it's so cute they're on Inst i found them on instagram and i think it's poison spelled normally and then girls with two r's mm. um and they have like a very 50s aesthetic and i keep that seeing, does sound familiar yeah poison spelled normal g-r-r-l-s uh -huh. Their patterns are not for purchase on Ravelry, but they're listed as like finished right. projects. Um, but you buy the patterns through them. Um, patterns are a little expensive. They're like, I think they started around $10, but mm -hmm. okay. All right. Sure. That if might it's be worth why it, it's worth it. As pattern prices go up, might be why I'm making more and more of the same object. <laughs> that could, yeah, get your bang for I your buck. I think 10 might be the new average. Well, I mean, inflation is here. I was going to say everything. Yeah. Is expensive, <laughs> isn't it? Um, the grocery store. Woo. So they have a cute top called Jailbird Top, and it's just a um, like a little cap sleeve, um, oh, two-stripe, oh, crew neck. Um, is that a short row for the bust, or is that just how it's modeled? It's just her boobs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, you wouldn't be able to put sh uh, bust-shaping short rows in without interrupting that pattern. It's cute. Um, she, but they have a ton of cute things, like a little bomber jacket. Um, there's like a varsity jacket. Oh, that's cute. Um, so I, I think I will be making, depending on how I like this, I think I will be making many of these. This one's really cute. I saw that. I think this might have been the sweater I found them on. Actually, I know exactly yeah, the sweater I found I've them on. Yeah, I've seen that one before. There's this adorable girl who dresses vintage who replaced, the, what I was showing was um, 
like a vintage style crew neck with a white panel where they have holly leaves. Mm -hmm. Well, this cutie did acorn leaves. Oh, it's an orange sweater with acorns <gasps> and acorn so leaves. Cute. She is adorable if you don't follow her already by Gumby Golly. Um, she's so cute. She's this adorable redhead. Um, who dresses um, and sews for herself. So I like I first found her through sewing, but obviously she knits as well. Um, so I know I'm gonna finish these things or else um, when my order arrives in the next week, I will abandon all of these things and I'll have a whole different four things that I'm working on. <laughs> Actually, I think there's five projects in that bag. <laughs> uh, what have you finished, Katie? I finished an apron that I made for my sister's birthday. Um, she asked me to make her a like Japanese style crossback apron Cute. about a year and a half ago. <laughs> um, and then forgot that uh, I forgot that I had asked her for this or she asked me for that. And so I was like, what am I going to get my sister for her birthday? And then I was like, Oh, I can make her this apron that she wants. Um, I used a pattern from Etsy from a Etsy shop called Thready Bear Creations. Um, but it was just, you know, it looked like the right shape that she wanted. Yeah, she sent me a picture. Um, and it was simple. You know, it was easy and uh, effective. It's got nice big pockets on the front. She's going to use it for gathering her chicken eggs. Um, and yeah, I used um, Essex linen in like a very neutral linen color. I didn't get a picture of it, but I, I, I had already wrapped it up and um, given it to her. So if I can get her to take a picture of it I will post it but um if you google it it looks uh very much like the sample in the picture <laughs> from the Etsy shop so um yeah. I did that and I finished I think I talked about last month or a couple months ago um this tote bag that I was crocheting with the hobby ribbon yarn oh I've been wondering about oh. it so this is the grindstone tote bag is it's the name of the pattern cute. It's fine. I'm not real happy with it, honestly. I made, it's got a front and a back, and uh -huh. then it's got a long, like, single crochet band that acts as, like, the gusset and handle. I made the front and half of the handle before I ran out of yarn and needed to buy more. So when I put it down, I picked it back up. I thought I was using the same size hook, and I wasn't. Mm. And you can see when it's full where the strap begins and ends. There's, like, a weird pooch because mm. one side is looser than the other. <laughs> So Sorry. I'm not, no, it's, 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 it's not, and it's, I don't man, mind that like the front and the back are two different sizes. I don't care about yeah, that, that's fine. but the band ended up being different and I'm like, eh, I don't know. I don't know. It's fine. The other problem is that it's real heavy. Yeah. Like, when the bag, when is it's already, empty, yeah. right. It's a heavy bag. That so frustrates me when the bag's already heavy. I might rip it out and use the yarn for some other project because I like this color a lot. Mm -hmm. It was called. You're wearing that color. I know, right? <laughs> and I have a pair of pants this color, too. Mirabella asked me on the way home, there was a boy wearing that color, which uh -huh. is like a pretty rosy salmon. Yep. And then it faded into like a fuchsia, like a dip dye. Oh. And he's, she's like, what's the deal with these shirts that are like skin color? Like, <laughs> I don't know if he's wearing a shirt or not from far away. This is a, yeah, one of my favorites right now. I bought a pair of linen pants that are this color. And this is this color and something else it's I saw the other day. It's my jeans. It's very similar to Karen's pants. Tech, like this color is sort of what they call Nantucket red. Oh, so yeah. There's the oh, I have a pair of shorts that color, yeah. too. There's the sailcloth that gets all faded. Yes. But that's not ever what actually happened. Oh. <laughs> it's like a manufactured thing in Nantucket. Right. It's on purpose. <laughs> it's not. It's like. 
it's very stylized. It's not about the sailors in red pants and they just got sunday. Right. No, it was it was on purpose. <laughs> yeah, but it's a gorgeous color and, and I love it. Yeah, it's the it's real popular right now and I apparently fall for it because I buy everything that color. It's a good color on you. Um the shorts I have, the colorway was called clay red. Uh, yeah, like a red clay. Mm-hmm. That's what it reminds me of mm-hmm. an Arizona clay. Yeah, that's a good that's a good analogy. Mm-hmm. I finished the Stony Shore pullover, um, which is right here on our mannequin. This is so cool. Um, so I made the Stony Shore cardigan, and then I finished it, and I was like, I should make the pullover too. And I'm kicking myself for not making this in my size. I thought, I'll make a small size so I can get it done fast and I'll give it to my oh, mom or my sister or something. Yeah. Which, mom or sister, if you're listening, you could, I'll let you try it on. But <laughs> when I finished fight, it, I was like, it. I really like it. I wish it fit me. <laughs> so I'll just have to make another one. Yeah. Um, the yarn is Karen Cotton Cakes, which is my favorite. Yeah. It I love it. It is self-striping. I just let the yarn do its thing. For the most part, I made my sleeves match, but the front and the back don't match as far as like the stripes on the That's side okay yeah it's totally fine i did a little bit of fancy maneuvering at some points to get um like the whole crochet ribbing across the band not to end with a weird stripe in the mm-hmm. middle of that mm-hmm. but um other than that i just basically let the self-striping yarn do what it wanted to do and, and that's the most fun yes and i really like it um so I probably have another one of those on the horizon. <laughs> That's a great pattern. I'm going to be teaching it. So if you want to take that class, it's probably up right now and you can sign up for it if you wanted to. Um, and that's another one of those crochet patterns that's free slash pay for. I bought it because I liked it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a great pattern. Um, she's got a r- lot of really cute patterns. Evelyn and Peter, I think is her blog name. Um, so I finished that. I think I was working on that last time. Um, I made a duffel bag. Um, I didn't bring it with me. It's in but my closet. I saw it. You saw it. Yeah. Um, it's not super fuzzy. Yeah. Super oh. fuzzy posted the picture of it on their Instagram. So if you look, you can see it. It's, um, this fabric collection called Vessel by, uh, yeah. I can't remember her name, but it's a, um, Ruby star collection. And it's inspired by the artist who is not only a fabric designer, but a potter. Um, So some of the fabrics in that collection look like little pots and vessels. Um, But it's like a canvas in like a goldeny, like a marigold orange color with some, it's called ladders, like some little stripies. Um, And that was fun to do. It was very easy. It's a free pattern um, on the super buzzy website. The pattern's called rain, R E I G N rain duffel. It's made for that particular canvas, but I used a different one, but that's a free pattern and it was very fun and easy. I'm kind of kicking myself because when I made it, that pattern doesn't include any sort of like pockets or, you know, anything. Mm -hmm. And I was like, at the time I didn't want to think very hard. Mm -hmm. So I made it without, and I was like, why didn't I put a pocket on the front or like in the lining or something? I didn't do it, but I'll just have to make it again. Yeah. Um, can I compliment your stripes? Sure. I mean, I publicly compliment. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> I didn't, I, I messed up cutting because I wanted the stripes on the straps to go the way they're going. And I wanted the stripes in the bag to go the opposite way. Mm. So you've got like a juxtaposition. Yeah. And I cut it wrong. So they're all going the same way and but it's fine. It looks good. Thank you. But it, it doesn't look how I wanted it to. Again, I'll just have to make another one. I love that. Like the thing I was most impressed with. Yeah. I didn't even. Not what you wanted. I didn't want that. Oh, here's a classic. Yep. This is a baby 
cardigan. It's called In Threes is the pattern. So cute. This is like my favorite baby sweater to recommend to people because mm -hmm. you cast on and then you bind off. You have two ends to weave in. You don't have to pick up any stitches for the sleeves. They're all worked as you go. Um, knitted flat, nothing fancy. One needle, one size, one ball of yarn. Um, it's a very effective pattern. It comes in multiple sizes. Mm -hmm. Um... So I made this one for somebody I know who is pregnant right now with her first. And I finished it this afternoon during drop-in and I gave it a little steam. And I have three little yellow buttons to put on the front. Oh, um, I love the color. It's this is yarn like from the stash speckle. swap. Oh, it's gorgeous. Um, I don't know who dyed it, but if you hand dyed a beautiful creamy base with like lots of hot pink and lots of rainbowy speckles, then it's I used gorgeous. your yarn for this. Um, yeah. It's super cute. I really like it. And I have another ball of this leftover because there were two of them nice and so i made this one and you just bind off or i mean you could do something fancier but i just bound off when i ran out of yarn basically so that was one whole ball of worsted weight and now i have a little baby gift gorgeous and those are my five things that i finished this month <laughs> a plus a plus Thank all you. right what'd you finish karen i finished two things technically three but one hey. of them one of them was a big big one Technically counts. Okay, I just, I just didn't bring it over. Okay, it's okay. You can just so I made the yarrow wristlet yep. from Noodlehead, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I made it out of stash lin uh, linen that I had I styed from good. a bigger project, and I love it. It's it's a nice little wristlet. It it carries. It forces me not to over carry stuff. It carries, it's just what I need. It's got a, a pocket, it's got a couple little pockets for your cards. It's got a zipped pocket, little zipper pocket for your change or whatever you want to put in there. So I can put uh, my inhaler and it, my phone, my COVID card, <laughs> and my hand lo hand lotion. And it's, and it's, um, now I did buy the strap pre-made. You could have, you could, she gives you instructions to make one, mm -hmm. but Zipper Lady, pretty sure it was Zipper Lady, had these straps Cute. with a, with a hook and everything like out suede. of, yeah, feel it, yeah. real leather, real suede, Beautiful. already it's made. It's a great color. Yeah. Yeah. That's in awesome. multiple colors. I'm like, that's really handy. It's kind of nice to just have that already done. Yeah. And, um, and so... The, there's the wristlet and then there's a smaller pouch. So the wristlet has a pocket. The only thing is this pocket doesn't hold anything you put in the pocket is going to fall right out. So it's not a very tight pocket. Mm. So I'm not, and there's, if you put a magnetic snap on there, which I could do mm. post everything because it's on the side that does not have yeah. the other stuff, then that kind of takes up some space of that outer pocket, but it, may, it might make it more useful. Yeah, because I don't know what you'd put in there that wouldn't just slip out. Yeah, I thought, oh, good, I'll put some cards, and then yeah. out they came on immediately. That makes me nervous. <laughs> so I would cool. hand sew a zipper in. Yeah. Huh? I would hand sew a zipper in. Like, I'm looking at it thinking, what would I do in your situation? I mean, I'd probably never well, do the solution. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a great idea. <laughs> well, I have a tool that where I can put the magnetic snap because the back of the snap is nice and closed in, so I can I can install a magnetic snap mm -hmm. after the fact, and mm -hmm. it won't, it doesn't, it won't. But it, that eats up some of the pocket space. But it does eat up some of the pocket space. Yeah. But on the other hand, it may, it'll make the pocket useful. That is true. So, um, yeah. So, and then the like I said, the pouch is like half the size. 
Um, it is a cute little pouch and it still has room for a couple of, it doesn't have a zipped pocket, but it has room for a couple of cards yeah. and maybe you're just running out and you just need a small, tiny little thing. I could see making this out of a fancier material. So it becomes yeah. like a nice little oh, clutch. Mm -hmm. I made the noodle head minimalist wallet a few times and it's the same thing. It has a larger size, like the wallet size and then a smaller one. That's like card size. And I made one of each and the card size one I use for uh, my business cards. Not that I hand them out that often, but <laughs> mm -hmm. I, it's perfect for that. So that is very cute. And then I finished a design Love it. that um, is part of it's a collaboration with Anzula mm -hmm. and it uses one and almost one and a half of a main color and one of their um, chains of mini skeins. Gorgeous. And this is called Reefs and Atolls. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> well, because they're like concentric circles, and in my head, I think I'm saying something else. <laughs> ah, you, you, I told you. <laughs> but it, it's a Tunisian crochet cowl that is kind of also a little stitch sampler, and it's worked, it's worked flat, but joined as you go, so you get the benefit of. It looks like it's in the round, but it's worked flat, and then it has a cool little hemmed top mm -hmm. and bottom. Very nice. I a, love that. So it, it's a folded edge, not a ribbing, and you get like a little pop of your main color. That's so tailored. In there. And I'm really, really, really fortunate that my friend Lisa Merriweather of Freely Fiber was my model. I just, just before the podcast, I went out and I was um, taking pictures of her in the golden hour. So we've got mm. some great, you know, I mean, these colors are, you know, they're not, they're the colors I hate the most, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like How could you stand to look at those while you're making it? <laughs> yeah. Okay. If you know that, then you know that they're ocean. Well, actually the blues and greens are called ocean. Uh -huh. And the main color is this topi sand. It's called, uh, I think it's called seashore. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, so that's, uh, that's why I wanted to, and it's made out of squishy. Very nice. pretty, and she's a very pretty model. So I bet she your pictures are great, fabulous, and she has her own awesome spinning that she does. And I was just really thankful, very very grateful that she took some time out of her, um, out of her day to be my model for me. Nice, That was the two main things that I finished because this is a really deep cowl. Mm -hmm. It's it's cone shaped, but it's like twenty four inches deep. <laughs> What's the third thing? You said you finished three things, but you didn't bring it out. I just didn't bring it out. It was it? the it was the pouch that goes with the wristlet. Oh, oh. yeah. But it also has its own little strap wrist strap. I'm gonna color. also say um, shout out to Karen because she finished our business taxes too. So oh yeah, that was probably yeah. a lot for this month. So yeah. yeah, that actually was what kept me from finishing <laughs> more things. But that counts as a finished object. Yeah, it is a huge finished object. <laughs> yeah, a plus. Thank and gold you. Star. Both things. I told someone today that they deserved a gold star for doing something that was out of their comfort zone. Uh -huh. And she says, I deserve two or three. Oh, I was I like, like that. Oh, yeah, you do. Yeah, You're like right. That. You got it. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> uh, what'd you finish, Anne? I finished one thing. Woo! Uh, it's pretty cute, though. I yeah. like it. And I'm going to make a lot of them. So you're going to get sick of it. <laughs> okay. Um, it's called Ooh. Luminous Summer. It's pretty oh, cute. It came from. Mm. I wore it already. Yeah, there's a little speck of breakfast on there. Uh -oh. <laughs> um, anyway, it, I, this is a weird yarn. 
it was a laying yarn that's like a mm. I don't know how to describe it <laughs> it's like wrapped yeah and I think it was linen and cotton and on a silk else. core or something. Yeah, it's got like a core of something with yeah. silver threads like wrapped a around. Does it have subtle nubs or something? Yeah. Like a texture to Just it? It's the perfect thing to catch a little bit of egg yolk with. <laughs> um, Cute. And I had 494 yards. You made a sweater out of only... No. Because <laughs> oh. uh, you see it has a black band. Yes. <laughs> what weight is this yarn? This yarn is... It was 99 yards in, a, in 50 grams. So I'm okay. going to call it worsted okay. weight. Um, and mm. the pattern in my size called for 525. Mm. Uh, there was a ball of, of something mm -hmm. like, I think it's called Metallico or something. Okay. I mm -hmm. think it's a Karen yarn Thank and it's you. like black with just like a little sparkle. Okay. Um, perfect. And it goes I thought with... it was completely intentional because well, they coordinate so perfectly. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it doesn't it look looks out of place. It doesn't look like you ran out of yarn. Yeah, I, and thank and you. That's the goal. That was what I was looking for, and that was like forty-four yards or forty-four grams. Mm -hmm. So I want to say it like I needed maybe another hundred yards. Uh huh. So it took more like six hundred yards instead the of the five twenty-five. Yeah. yeah. And that might be because this stuff isn't very flexible, the mm. laying. That's, yeah, it doesn't so it's, give a it's lot. purple and black and white. Mm -hmm. And it, it reads as like a purple black, I think, with yeah. speckles of white. With silver, yeah. Um, it's very easy. But also, what a great resource if you only have a couple skeins of yeah. DK weight. Yeah. That's super cute. Um, so I'd say the pattern's maybe 15% off okay. of yardage. I'd like to add that your band of black actually balances it i like it better with that coordination because it i don't know there's something about the well, way it is... breaks it up it uh, uh, the fully purple i don't know if i would appreciate it much but because i like how you put a narrow band of that black just on the edges of the the sleeves mm -hmm. yeah. sleeve caps it's almost like the, the one that katie's describing in threes uh-huh it you just you pick up the sleeve and you do three rounds of ribbing Mm -hmm. and nice. then you're done. Mm -hmm. It's essentially ribbing. It's not ribbing. It's actually more like a weird little seed stitch, but mm -hmm. you only, you're only working three rounds. And um, the yarn is not a yarn I would ever purchase, uh -huh. but I was happy to have it. Nice. <laughs> and because I'm not like a, too much a novelty yarn. Was that also person? stash acquisition? Yeah, this came from the restash stashed. <laughs> swap acquisition. From the, from the swap, yes. Um I think this was a very expensive yarn when it was uh, yeah. for purchase. So here's what I did because this is <laughs> challenging yarn to work with. Yeah. I have not woven in all my ends. I only woven the ends you could see when I wore it. So <laughs> <laughs> the cast on the bind off around the sleeves, <laughs> any tails that hung low enough. So I did a magic knot, mm -hmm. but I left like a six inch tail okay. and then I'm going to weave these in. Uh, that's very smart. That's smart. So I, I feel really confident in my ends. <laughs> uh -huh. um, and this is also like the kind of yarn that starts undoing itself if you leave the end raw. So I have like a little knot. Yeah. And that is smart because Magic Knot only works primarily with animal fibers. Uh. So if you're not going to do an animal fiber, doing the Magic Knot, but leave so it's secure and not going to slide and create a hole, but giving yourself ends to weave in is super smart. 
Um, Thank you. Mm-hmm. For, as you are the magic knot uh, exposer. Um, uh, that sounds weird. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you, you, you shared the magic knot with us, uh, which because I would never normally trust a knot, but this knot is very good. Yeah. If you don't mm-hmm. want to just Google it. <laughs> or pop in a drop in. Or come in and yeah. we can teach you. Yeah, yeah, I get that Any too. of us. Yeah. <laughs> so that's even that's, better. Actually, go with that last thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah come in, visit us. It's cool. <laughs> um, I'm very happy with that. And I have. I think three more plans. Nice. At least two more plans. Mm-hmm. There was another ribbon yarn that there is plenty according to yardage. Mm-hmm. And it's a different type of yarn. So I think it's going to behave better. Because uh-huh. this, this, the, the novelty yarn has no um, elasticity whatsoever. So I'm thinking that is really why I needed so much yard, more yardage. Yeah. Um, it was sort of interesting, you know... I like to be a little bit of a daredevil when subbing or mixing, but I do try to follow the like rules of weight to yardage and try to get those close. But sometimes I find myself in these situations where you're like almost right in the middle. Mm-hmm. So this was 99 yards to hundred to 50 grams. The yarn I picked up was 151 yards to 50 grams. So that's, you know, uh-huh. on the numbers way different. And so I was like, should I double strand the thinner yarn? So now we're at something that's 75, uh-huh. 75 yards, 200 uh-huh. grams. Well, that's much thicker, but it's close um, versus being six. So you're like a 25 yard difference versus being a 60 yard right. difference or 51 mm-hmm. yard difference. Anyway. I chose not to double it, and it worked perfectly. Oh, yeah. But it, this is a yarn with a lot of elasticity because it's sort of like a braided structure. Mm-hmm. Um, so it pl- it plumped up. But that makes fine. it perfect for the bottom band because that structure is going to hold the shape. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. I need to block it, but um, it was fine the day I wore it. It's you're, One of my students made a very cute... Um, Easy knitted dress, easy knit dress, knit mm. fabric. I gotta rethink the name of that yeah. <laughs> class, but um, it's this perfect like purple black. Oh, nice! <laughs> and I kind of want to snatch it from her because <laughs> this <laughs> sweater would look so cute layered over it. Very cute. But you're gonna see it a lot. I like that. Uh, so yeah, that's what I finished. Uh, it's a very usable sweater, but not a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well. So. Um, today I wanted to talk about, um, the idea of knitting or making, you know, knitting, crocheting, whatever your, um, hobby is on a budget or what you can do to make it more, um, financially accessible. Because I know I at least have had points in my life where I haven't been able to afford to buy all of the fancy yarn that I wish I could. Um, and I'm sure I'm not the only one. So (laughs) I've... I feel like I know relatively well some tips and tricks and also brands and things that I like that are a little bit more affordable. So I figured that was probably something we could chat a little bit about. Um, why does Katie get to choose the topic again? Oh, because it's my birthday this oh, month. Yeah, happy <laughs> birthday! Thank you. Um, yeah, so I got to pick what we were talking about. <laughs> uh, that's our tradition. Yep. Yeah. We don't always do it, but, you know, we should. Um, yeah, I think we have this for- year. forgot a few times, but I'm going to reinstate yeah, that. Yeah, oh, cool. Um, okay, so I have a couple of different brands or products that I like as far as affordable options. You know, not cheap. You know, affordable. That's the, the key word, I think, for today. Yeah. Um, 
Well, let's pause on that. Yeah. Cheap versus affordable. Sure. Like, sometimes it's going to just be cheap, right? Yeah. But I was just listening to, um, Austria just passed a bill about fixing your yes. electronics. Mm-hmm. And they will give people, like, two hundred, like the equivalent of $225 or uh-huh. something like that to fix their broken printer or whatever. And um, they talked to somebody who runs a... Um, Runs a fix-it company. That's uh-huh. what I'm going to call it. Sure. <laughs> That's not what a he repair. was called. Like, yeah, a repair service. A okay. general repair service for electronics and, and like objects. Um, and he talked about the cost of, like, if you buy a cheap washer mm. versus if you buy a nice washer. Cheap washers are designed to, like, last three years. Uh-huh. So if you need, you're going to spend, you know, he made the equivalent, like, 21000 or $2,100 $2, versus buy the expensive one for two thousand dollars and it's going to last you the same amount of time seven cheap uh-huh. ones would have lasted you um so uh-huh. that's why it's good to treat yourself to yes. the highest quality you can afford yeah um some more affordable brands are great and i like them better than the more expensive things mm-hmm. but there is something to be said about especially for tools is to like to save and get the good thing because it is going to last so much longer. Mm-hmm. I think that applies to like a sewing machine. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. there are really cheap sewing machines that are terrible. There are also pretty affordable sewing machines that are that great. are going to last you your whole sewing life. Yes. Yeah. I have a brother machine that I love and it was like 150 bucks. Whereas like the cheapest singer is like right around a hundred bucks. So it's not that much more. But a cheap singer is a cheap, cheap, cheap sewing machine. And I will use the word cheap because it's yep. cheap. Yep. Poor um, quality. Yep. Yeah. yeah it's, but, uh, it's a brand that has endured, but yes. it is, the product does not live up to the brand. Like a, a, a lower end Janome is going to be of much better value too, because those are also not that much more as far as price goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe we can distinguish the difference between inexpensive versus poor quality. Yeah. Because sometimes less expensive doesn't get you in the long run. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's true. Well, I also another one I think of is I had an art teacher who <laughs> he's like, never buy student grade. <laughs> buy the yes. best thing you can afford. Because if you're trying out a project and you're working with something that isn't made up correctly, like... Yeah paint without a, enough pigment or um, acrylic yarn and lace, let's say. I'm not sure. I'm not bombing acrylic yarn. I'm just saying like not right thing to project. You're like not going to get the right outcome. And, and you're not you're, going to enjoy you're it. You're going to hate it. Yeah. And you're going to like be fighting your materials the whole time to get the outcome you want. Yeah. yeah. And you might blame the technique instead of because you didn't have the right tools. Yeah. yeah. It, it may not be that you didn't enjoy that process whereas if you had the right tools you might have very much enjoyed the process but we all know what it's like to have something that feels because what we do is so tactile having something that feels good in the hand may cost us a little bit more maybe we save up for it say wait for those coupons yeah or maybe we have a cool way to have it now yeah so go with your list. <laughs> well no um so i have a list of affordable brands or suggestions and then I have a list of like tips and tricks so as far as brands go if we want to get specific um as far as knitting needles go if you want like a affordable one from I'll say the craft store I find that Susan Bates circular needles are really nice 
they're metal ones. Yeah. The. Yeah. No, I agree. They have. Yeah. I can't remember which is the brand that I'm thinking of that has like a hard plastic cord, and it's not those. They have like a softer. Bates sucks. No, that's <laughs> oh, the Susan Bates no, circulars. Not, I didn't mean Bates. I meant the other B one. Uh, I don't know. I was it. thinking C Clover, Clover, the original oh, Clover cords. Maybe we can just have a, di- a, mm. a discussion over. So, are you saying that Clover is a good purchase? I am saying that when I had nothing else, Clover was fine, but I shouldn't have to put go through a lot of hoops to get the cord to soften up. Yeah. Um. Um. So Clover, I'm just looking at brands that Michaels carries, so I can figure out what that is that I'm thinking of. Yeah, because actually um, I like Susan Bates. Susan, Susan Bates, Bates are my favorite Velocity hook. is the brand that I'm Velocity. thinking of. Or the style from yeah. Susan Bates. They're silver and they have a black cord. They used to call it a silver loom. Yes. Yeah. There are... And I like those a lot, actually. Plasticky ones with the hard cord, and I can't remember what... The, they might also be oh. Susan Bates, but like a different... But what's the uh, one I'm thinking? Are we trying to have the ones like we used to have at Anna Kappa that were plastic tips and kind of rubbery? No, those are no, bright like those, and those were fine. Yeah, except the joint, the joint eventually was, yeah. would start to so I th- shatter. I think Silvalume is the one that I'm thinking of that I don't like, and uh, that's the one with the hard cord, but the Velocity is the one that I have used that I do like. But, you know, it's it's now that I'm looking at it on the Michaels website, it's like inflation, right? Like everything costs more. Yep. They're not as affordable as I thought that they were because this looks like a 29 inch, uh, velocity needle is round about the same price as what looks like a knitter's dream would probably cost, which is a great brand. Um, it's 1199 for a circular metal Oof. needle, which is not, Oof. you know, super well, cheap. You could, so yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, so you could get yourself on nitpicks and order a set of wooden needles or anything for, I would guess, around about the same price. Yeah, or, I mean, I'm going to counter, because accessibility is a thing, too. And this is also without a coupon, and Michaels yeah. always has coupons, yeah. so that's, mm-hmm. you have to sort of factor that into the price, too. So accessibility, I agree, Yeah. on go with Susan Bates, but... Mm-hmm. local yarn shop and you can pretty much get these on Amazon anytime but if your local yarn shop carries Knitter's Pride go with Zings. Yes, that's I, my next suggestion. Sorry. Is a yeah. set of Knitter's Pride Zing interchangeables will Ugh. take you a very long way. Yes. And they're like $75 I think for the kit mm-hmm. which I know it's like when you buy your first interchangeable set it's like I'm never going to need another needle <laughs> which you will. <laughs> you but will. they will take you a very long way. But, yes, like, isn't that a will. perfect Christmas present? Yes. A birthday present? Oh, my gosh. The first time Lois gifted us interchangeable needles, I right? almost cried. Well, those were... And then the next time... Those were Addies. Yeah, I know. And then the well, next time I almost yeah. cried. But, a, yeah, one pair of Knitter's Pride Zings, or, you know, if you prefer wood needles, they have the... What are they called? Dreams? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, those are great. And they're, you know, it looks like not so much different as far as price goes. But again, Michaels or Joanne's is going to have a coupon for you. So that's true. That's something to think about. Um, crochet hooks. I find most crochet hooks are already pretty cheap. At mm-hmm. least the ones at Michaels or Joanne's. <coughs> the majority of them are probably metal, but they have wooden ones as well. But I use a metal crochet hook for pretty much everything. Yeah. I love Susan Bates. Yeah. Crochet hooks. 
love that. I don't know which brand yeah, it is Karen that, is I, making a face that, that I love, but love there's them. one that I am very adamant about. I don't know anything about. about Susan Bates crochet hooks, actually. Oh. See, they have this kind of, like, the, the top of the hook comes together, and it has, like, almost a crease, or like a... Like, it's like a blade. Does it have, like, in. the knife edge? Yeah. Because those are the ones I don't like. Oh, I love I like them. the roundy ones. No, okay. I love so I, think the I, like, ones... I like a pointy head. A pointy head. A pointy head. I think I... the ones... On a crochet hook. Yeah. I don't know what the brand is that I like. But, I mean, it, that's a personal preference thing. And yeah. they carry both styles. We'll see. But then I go to Knitter's Pride Aluminum Hooks because they are ultra smooth. Like, mm. I can do a mm. slip stitch in one move, which usually I need to do, like, loop. Yeah. Loop. So oh, Boy so is smooth. the brand that I like. And that's the brand of crochet, of knitting needles you should not get. Yes. That, that's <laughs> what I meant to say when I said Bates sucks. Yes. Because that was a lie. So I Susan, Susan Bates, Bates crochet hooks are the ones Anne likes. I yes. like the Boy crochet hooks, but that's a personal preference. Thing. They're both metal, yeah. metal crochet <laughs> hooks. But again, a, a crochet hook is is usually not too expensive. And there are very expensive yes. ones if you wanted to get real fancy. I have never in my life purchased a crochet hook that cost any more than eight or ten dollars. Yeah. I think. I think a splurge was I bought an Abby something. Yeah, yeah. But crochet hooks are extremely accessible now too because crocheting mm -hmm. is super popular right now, yep. and a lot of people are doing it. So, and my favorite cheap. Not cheap. Affordable crochet hooks are the ones you can get from Daiso. The best. They're so good. They have. How do I not write that part down? You know, it's they have like the we love the Daiso. little rubber rubber. Um, I love that handle. Handle, and they have this the swoopy head that I like instead of the we'll knife. How I don't find that the again? swoopy head if it's super smooth, which these are super yeah. smooth. D a i s o. So if you are ever in Daiso, which is a Japanese discount store, you pick up a couple of their crochet hooks. Everything's a dollar fifty, I think, at Daiso mm -hmm. or something, something like, like that. that. Most things are a dollar. Yes, they have other things that are more expensive, but their crochet hooks are fantastic. Yes. Um, and then I have a couple of my favorite yarns that are also affordable. One that I have already talked about, which is Karen Cotton Cakes, which I love very much. They used to make it in solid colors. They don't make it in solid colors right now. I'm hoping that they decide to do that again in the future because I love that yarn. Just keep putting it in the universe. Yeah, because right now all they have are the stripey ones, which are great, but sometimes I just want a solid color. Mm -hmm. That would be lovely. But that's a cotton acrylic base, um, and it's such a good bang for your buck because I don't remember. Um, let's see if I can figure out how much a cake is. But with this sweater I just finished, I think it was three balls of yarn. And they're on sale right now at Michael's for six ninety nine a ball. Wow. Wow. Yeah. A sweater for less than 12, 20 bucks. Yeah, it's great. Um, Lion Brand Heartland is the yarn that I used for my other crocheted sweater. And I oh, made it that's pretty. for kids stuff too. That's 100% acrylic. It is such a good feel because it's nice and soft. but it's And it's got like a little bit of sheen to it, but not in like a cheapy acrylic shiny way. Mm -hmm. um, that sweater... Looks like everything that's good in fall. Yes. Like, I, I want to climb in. <laughs> um, Lion Brand Heartland is a worsted weight, so it's around about 200, 251 yards. It's on sale for $4 right now. A-R-T <laughs> or E-A-R-T? H-E-A-R-T. -E um, so that's another one. <clears throat> that's an acrylic. And then as far as wool goes, nitpicks. Um, wool of the Andes. Mm -hmm. Or what is their... Swish, swish, or yeah. swish. One of those two. Swish, swish, swish. Is a, swish is very nice. It's a very nice yarn. Yeah. 
and again, those sort of things are on sale pretty often. Um, yeah. All the time. They have pretty reliable sales right? uh, cycles. And look out for when they start to discontinue stuff mm-hmm. because the yarn is really good and it goes to a really, really great price. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are some of the... I didn't come up with a lot as far as like sewing options go, like for fabric and stuff. Um, but Joann's with the coupons, they have a lot of brands that, you know, you can get other places as well as their own in-house brands. And I wouldn't use, you know, well, I have, uh, like the Joann's like quilting cotton can be not the best quality, but if you're making like a baby blanket, not like an heirloom quality thing Mm -hmm. that's gonna, you know, that you want to last for years and years and years, you know, you're making a little gift or something for yourself or something. I think that their fabric is fine. I mean, it's not the same quality as you're going to get at like a nice quilting store, but it's all about the coupon and their quilting cotton. So yes. because they are what is known in the industry as third run, yeah. which means like they have low, um, low thread count. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes they feel good and sometimes they don't, Yes, but they have fun prints. So if you just want mm-hmm. like a little blurb of right something, something cute. It, I, I, I have plenty of that in my stash. Yes. It works well for a lot of things. Um, like if you're not making quilts, but like masks or, mm-hmm. you know, tote bags, <laughs> you know, little drawstring bags. Like it's perfect for that kind of stuff. Yeah. I love that they made a, tried to make a case that they were essential for people. To oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> like we have to stay open. We're essential. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to disagree. Right. We all need fabric. <laughs> Um, and the, that fabric got put to use for something essential. Yeah. Um, Karen, what's on your list? Uh, well, brands that I didn't mention or specific things that you like? Well, I like to go to, um, to nitpicks. Yeah. I just, that, that's my first stop is because they're so affordable a lot of times they'll get, if I get a sweater's quantity, it might be free shipping, but even if it's not, their shipping cost is really, mm-hmm. really reasonable. Um, also, Hobie or Hobby or whatever, that's not they my have list. a whole sales section of the things that are on sale this month. I think everything's on sale all the time. But At some point, yeah, it will be cheaper. Want is going to be a real cheap deal. Yes. So the yarn I was hobbies at the top of my list. It's my current um, like. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah. Karen in her middle of the thing, but it was just up on my page, so I yeah. saw it. <laughs> so I, I'll, I'll I will go to nitpicks first, and because I pretty much like everything, mm-hmm. for the most part from nitpicks. I think the only, the only thing I found that I still love, and I've made a gazillion things out of it, is their Wonder Fluff. It is mislabeled as far as weight goes, whether. Whether you knit or crochet with it, it works as a worsted, not as a bulky, mm. though they list it as bulky because of the quantity of yardage that you get. But it's a chain at construction and it's so wonderfully soft. But mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. we just got some Mighty Stitch oh, recently yeah. for them for like two ninety nine a ball. And um, they're like sister, it's the same thing, but we crochet is like the same thing, isn't it? Picks, it's the but same it's company. It's branded differently. So. Yeah. Either of those two things, that's the same yeah. thing. Oh, is it a separate website? I know that... I think it's a separate website, and I don't exactly know why they the, do that, but... I don't know, because when I get the bill, it says We Crochet, and it comes in a box that says We yeah. Crochet. <laughs> it's, I, they're two different websites. I don't know why. So, but, yeah, well, check out We Crochet, then. Because crocheters feel ostracized when you... Well, yeah, knitting, oh, I get it. It's, it's called knit, Knitpicks. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Okay, I get that. Um, tools. I like, so I, my favorite things are the Knitter's Pride, but sometimes it's hard to find them. I will try to find them at Jimmy Beans or at yarn.com 
which also has some good sales, yeah. even though they don't ship as quickly as I'd like. But it is hit and miss as far as sometimes they're quick and sometimes they're uh, horribly slow. I can track it and it feels like it goes through every state in the union before it gets to my house. <laughs> and sometimes it'll get to California and go back someplace else before it comes to me. But that's not their fault. That's actually the post office. But um, since Knitter's Pride and Knit Picks Needles and Hooks are the same thing mm -hmm. coming out of the same factory... Mm -hmm. Um, I will look for the sizes that, um, I, I love them both. I like the hooks. I can get my interchangeable hooks yeah. at knit picks because I do a lot of Tunisian crochet and I like that whether it's the knit picks or the zings or, you know, that the, the cables are also interchangeable. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty handy. Um, I have gotten one of those luxury hooks. And I, it's, I love it, but I will enjoy it as my only luxury hook. Because for the price of that one hook, I could get many, many other hooks. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not, like that's why I'm not gonna dollars. I'm not gonna tell the name because this is all about what's affordable, <laughs> and my everyday hooks that I go to. Now I like, I do I do like a pointy mm -hmm. crochet hook. Not just that the hook is pointy, but the head is pointy because the rounded ones. I I feel like I have to force in. Do you have something that like? Because I'm wondering so, what so you like mean this, by a okay. pointy. So this one's oh my. I'll have to go in the other room for the pointy one. But so like this is the Knitter's Pride and you can see it's really rounded. Yeah. And that's fine in the larger sizes where my stitches are bigger. It's a little easier to get into. Mm -hmm. But in the smaller ones, but like, but the hook itself is really pointy. Yeah. It's really, it's got a nice see, I find that I, it, when I was making the, um, this sweater, the mm -hmm. one that, Stony Shore, the cardigan. Every time I came out of those like bobble stitches, I was snagged on something because I was using a pointier hook like that. So, it's so like, I switched to a roundy one and it was smooth sailing. So if you had a pointy t head, but a rounded hook, yeah, that might be like, yeah, because I like I, being able to get into the stitch easy, but I'm I sure it depends on the yarn and the project. No, you're right. There are times where the, the, the pointier hook portion, beak, mm -hmm. whatever does snag a little bit. See, yeah. I'd say that the clover kind of has a rounded point. Is that an, a more? It's sort of I halfway. So. Those are very nice. Yeah, I like that. And though, yeah, I have some of those and it's got a nice grip. You know, I'm looking at the We Crochet website and they have like their copycat version of the Amour hooks, which are, those are a little pricey. There's a set oh, you of. Did. I'm going to go grab my other hook. Okay. What, is, what website? I'm sorry. The We Crochet yeah. website. So which, Amour. That's Knitter's Pride. That's yeah. It's gonna the same be thing. Pride, yeah. Knit picks. Um, they have a set of 10 hooks and it's $80 because they're not the cheapest hooks or the most affordable. Their We Crochet brand, which I haven't tried, but they look very similar. Nine hooks for $10. <laughs> so I might treat myself to yeah, that kit. That's the kind of hook I like. Yeah. Like, because that is technically a Knitter's Pride hook. Yeah. See, there's the picture of the top. It's got a pointy top and like a, mm -hmm. yeah, looks very similar. It looks extreme. It might be better because look at that, mm -hmm. how it's machined into the, yeah. I, I really like the aluminum hooks. So here's my them. fancy one. And yeah. it is. Oh, that is literally a very pointy head. Yeah. And a pointy, and it says swivel at the bottom. But I love a swivel. Not everybody mm. loves a swivel, mm -hmm. but this is on a Tunisian hook. Um, but if I wanted to take this off, the fancy one does have a, an end. Because, you know, anytime you, I've tried using the tini the interchangeable hooks just mm -hmm. as hooks not without the cable but then the little screw that's hanging out the outside always rubs weird on my hand mm -hmm. where's the size 
I mean, I'm sure you know the You're size. You're just supposed to know because but... it's fancy. <laughs> um, that's that's one down. It's like it's when like... things don't have prices on them at the stores because it's fancy. Yeah. You don't have to ask. Well, you can't. You, it's not practical. <laughs> I mean, it's fancy, but they still should have. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look, I mean, well, you I only just... have the one, so you know what size it is. <laughs> True, but I always still have to look at it. I have to use my gauge ah. um, or look at my receipt, mm-hmm. like, which it's okay. This is a, a, a seven. So, right, which is weird because it's size. not a G, yeah. it's not an H, it's that one in between. That one yep. weird size. That one weird size. So. Nice. Anyway, so yeah, it's my, I enjoy What's it. What's it made of? It's made from like some kind of, t- some heavy duty steel. Hmm. Fancy. It's like surgical type steel, steel kind of thing. It's actually quite pretty. <laughs> and it's got a really nice feel to the hand, but. Mm-hmm. We're know. talking about affordable things though. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about affordable. <laughs> that is a yeah. fancy thing. That's fancy. But see, this, so that's a place where you, like, treated yourself, but you don't necessarily see the value of doing that again in the future. No. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's a wonderful thing, but I just can't live, you know, I need to eat sometimes. Right. And I can't, like, explore on that. That's, that's not my, that's not in my budget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A- anything else? Um, so there was hooks and tools. Um like you said, I was going to, I agree with Katie, look for those coupons because you might be able to get something a little nicer with a coupon. Yeah. And also the, on the, on the store's website, they usually have more things than yeah. they have in store. Yeah. So they'll have different brands on their website than in store and the coupons will probably apply to those things too. And they have like the nicer brands. Like I saw on the Michael's website, nitpicks, which they don't carry in store, but you could probably get I them with the coupon. I did not know that. I didn't either. Now, will they sh- some of these places will ship to the store so you don't have to pay for shipping. Yeah, maybe. You know, that's another way to save if you're willing to go to the local store. But um, sometimes Pride, sometimes, they're, sometimes they're online only, but, you know. On the subject of Knitter's Pride, like, th- there's something, like, an undercurrent that I'm feeling, like, a layer of guilt, even though this is an honest portrayal of how I shop. Uh-huh. Like, a lot of these things are bad for our local store. Yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. So that preface, you can find the nitpicks um, needles very easily on um, Amazon. Yeah. Like, I think that's why we're not finding them on our usual. Because, our, you know, our next stop after yeah. local yarn shop would be to support the knitting specific sites. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because uh, Jimmy Beans technically is a local yarn shop. They just have sure. figured out really good They're just good local online. to Nevada. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> to Las Vegas. Uh, um, are they in Vegas now? Yeah. I think in Reno. Oh, Reno. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Reno. Because trust me, I would have been there. Right, <laughs> family in Reno. I should go visit them. Go well, they're doing a, a treat. A re- they're re- offering their retreat again. I was like, oh, we need to plan our next trip. Yeah, um, it's like three thousand dollars for double occupancy. Like, wow. Can we figure out a three-way split? <laughs> Even then, that's a grand each. Like, yeah. No. Well, it's each person. Yeah. So yeah. your portion of double occupancy Wait. was at least a couple grand. I might be saying it wrong. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's that's it's, not split th- two ways. That's no. three grand each. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I ruled it out. Okay. Does <laughs> Thank that, you for not offering that. To yeah. Does, that, in, does <laughs> that include chips at the local casino? Well, that's what I was like. Yeah, that's a good question, Karen. Um, I'm like, are you buying me a lot of yarn and swag to go with right? that? What do I get for this? <laughs> what do I get for free but not? So... If you're having trouble finding the Knitter's Pride, 
you can get yeah. it pretty easily on Amazon. Yeah, um, I think... And then you get the two-day Prime, usually. I, I mean, that... not everything that says Prime is two days. That's true. They yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of Prime... Prime. You get less and less with Prime than you used to. Yeah. It's, a lot of times it's three-day, but... Uh. Yeah. I should say that there's a big asterisk on, at at the beginning of this episode is that if you can afford to support your local store, uh, please do that. Even yeah. if you're going yeah. to get it faster from Amazon, they appreciate it so much and you appreciate having them there. You'll be sorry when they're gone. Exactly. And yeah. we are. <laughs> so if you can afford to, then and any good local store should offer options too. So not just mm-hmm. the only brand is, you know, some expensive brand. Yeah. Because the secret is that they're not, buying it from each of these suppliers per se, depending on the brands they carry. Uh If you go into your local yarn shop and they don't have Knitter's Pride, Zings, or Dreams, I would bet you 39 cents that you could ask the the, the yarn shop owner, I need this size in this brand. Can you get it? And yeah. I'll bet you they can't. I want a set of yeah. clover crochet hooks. I bet they could probably yeah. order those for Especially you. Especially if you preface it with, I want to support you. I would love to give you my yeah. business. I am looking to support you yes. and not go online. Yep. Because that's a real, it's a real killer. Yes. And yet, I mean, I try to balance my purchases across. Because sometimes you just have to be smart with your money. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can't yeah. always do that, but yeah. if you can, it, that's great. But yeah, you got to do what's what you got to do. Yeah. Um. So hobby is at the top of my list, and it's it's like the place I keep going. Mm-hmm. Things. So <laughs> I know I have in the past been amazed at how quickly the yarn travels to me, mm-hmm. but they're it's it they're putting it as a six to twenty day out right now. Yeah. Um. So it's not like I need to start this project next week. It's like, I like this, I'll make it eventually kind of purchase. Yes. Um, they do have access to Knit Pro, which is the European version of mm-hmm. Knitter's Pride. So again, oh. if you're having trouble finding those, Knit Pro is the same brand, but branded for Europe. Yeah. Uh, and they're lovely. And mm-hmm. I, I think they like kind of got the Knitter's Pride exposure ahead of us. Because I remember seeing Zing style um, needles mm. with... Um, you know, British knitters a uh, long time. And I'm like, those are so pretty. They look like um, the super expensive ones that you can get, like Stiletto. Yes. Oh, the I fancy. Can't, I yeah. can't remember the brand name right now. I don't I'm remember. Like, these are gorgeous. How do I get these? Um, and it took a while for the U.S. to get access to Zings, which I love. I yeah. love Zings. Fixed cable, interchangeables. I traded myself to a set of, the like, the smaller DPNs around yeah, Christmas time. I have time. those. They're really nice. I like them a lot. Um, But Hobie, like, I'm making sweaters for, like, $20, $30. Like... Yeah, that's great. And it's nice yarn. And they have these deep sales. um, And they also have, like, things that are just as expensive as your local yarn shop. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Um, But there's a lot, a lot of good deals and a lot of good variety. So I find myself poking around a lot on there. Yeah. Um, and I'm looking forward to my fourth order from them <laughs> coming any day now in the post. Um, I think that you can find a lot of great things at the dollar store, yeah. which we've kind of talked about mm-hmm. by mentioning <clears throat> Daiso, because that's essentially a Japanese dollar store. Uh-huh. Those hooks are fantastic. Yes. Um, and then sometimes they get cool little balls of yarn. Yeah. Um, our local dollar tree, which is now the dollar 25 tree. Mm-hmm. Um, they have like a little Karen brand of yarn. Yeah. They have an acrylic and a cotton. 
which you're making like toys or something, those acrylics are going to mm -hmm. be perfect little pops of color. And it's very hard to find mm -hmm. a little bitty ball when you don't need a huge, you know, yeah. 150 gram skein of neon orange. I was using that yarn when I was crocheting those coffee cup sleeves because mm -hmm. it was mm -hmm. like just fun color combinations mm -hmm. it, and it was fine. Oh, that actually felt pretty good. I wouldn't have guessed. Yeah. Well, not all of them were, but a lot of them were. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I once was at the Dollar Tree and I found a box of yarn and it was, uh, Patton's Classic Wool Superwash DK in what like now? a purple color. And it was like <laughs> these little 50 gram balls and it, all they had were purple and I bought like 18 of them or something because it was like, I bought what they had and I made a sweater out of it. And it oh, was, that's fantastic. I don't know how they got it or where it came from, but I didn't ask questions. I just bought it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> run, run. Take yeah. it and run. <laughs> um, So you get these little surprises at dollar stores. Yeah. Like 99 cent store. I don't know if they do this as much, but they were like sort of like Ross and TJ Maxx. They're a, they're a product like reclamation where they're going to take something that didn't sell and sell it to you as a discount. Uh -huh. So sometimes you get like amazing things like that. Um, locally, if you're in Southern California or visiting Southern California, let's say you're taking the trip of your lifetime and you're going to Disneyland. Um, <laughs> only a few miles away from Disneyland is Fabric Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> m <&L. laughs> Which is... Was it a journey, ladies? Oh, it like, was something. It was, it's a very special, ginormous warehouse full of fabric. I've never seen so much fabric in it my It was life. huge. There are a, like, Alexander Henry is, their headquarters are near where mm -hmm. M&L is. And so that. that's why there's so much Alexander Henry there, which is a premium fabric. Yep. Yeah. Um, and you're getting, and just because it's like a couple years out of date, the collections, you're getting stuff that you would pay like $12.95, yep. push up to $16.95 for, um, for like five or $6 a yard. Yeah. And then the flat folds, like tip number one, if you go there, so they have flat folds that are not bolted and you have to like dig out what you see. You got that Carolyn, Carolyn Freelander, yep. is yep. that her name? Yep. For two ninety. Nope. Yes, yes, yes. Two ninety five yes. a yard. I also got some anagram, which is Noodlehead. Her, one of her collections, a can like a linen, cotton linen blend, like a canvasy weight that I have two yards of. That I'm like, what do I do with two yards of this? I don't know, but I have it. Yeah, and you got it at in. So you, I, what I've noticed, and I sort of noticed them doing this the last time I was there. Sometimes they take stuff from the flat folds and bolt it, mm. and then they put it where the bolted fabric is. Yeah. And if you buy it off the bolt, then it's like five ninety five, six ninety five. Right. But the same thing is in the flat so folds. So check the flat folds Smart. and do a little digging first. You just got to have some time when you yeah. go and expectations. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I love that. And then in the back room is where all the like more garments Fancy. fabrics are. Like, like they have so much knit. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't even know how to describe the length of the wall where all the different knits are. It's Shangri-La. Yeah. But and they're also, not online like weird stuff. Yes. Like lots of weird stuff. Yes. You know, it's like, yeah. I don't know what this is for, but they have it yeah. in every color. Yeah. Hey, I, I bought a long uh, trim of just feathers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're talking like six inch feathers hanging off a trim. <laughs> I don't know what the heck I'm going to do with it, but I got two but yards you have of it. it. It creatively inspired you. And if I had gone to a, a regular, a different, a, a standard, even at a Joann's, it would have cost me, I couldn't afford it. No, yeah. it would be a very expensive it's a very trim. Cool place. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, so, you know, if you're hitting Disneyland, check out M&L. Mm-hmm. And then they have another store that is also very close, but I think it's actually in Huntington Beach. Um, M&L is on Ball, which is one of the cross streets for Disneyland. Yep. Um, uh, they have another one that's closer to Huntington Beach called Jenny's Fabrics. But it's the same, but it's smaller. It's mm. much smaller. Um, I think Jenny's is a little bit more, like, they have more garment fabric. Um, yeah. And, you know, that's a real special treat. Cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's those are my tips. Nice. Those are the places I want to shop and, like, overload my stash with. Um, so my list of tips and tricks include, we've already talked about looking for coupons. Mm-hmm. A lot of places, especially online, there will be, there's that um, browser extension. We are not sponsored by Honey. <laughs> but I have the Honey browser extension installed, and it pops up when there are coupon codes. And a lot of times when I'm shopping, they're like, hey, do you want this? I can get you a couple dollars off. And I'm like, thank you so much. <laughs> um, so look for your coupons. Um, there are about five trillion free patterns on the internet, mm-hmm. as well as, like we were saying, with, like, for whatever reason, crochet designers want to give you their pattern for free as long as you look at the ads on their blog, which I guess is how they're making their money off yeah. of it. If that's working, great. And a lot of uh, pattern designers now are also offering like a pay what you can option, which I think mm-hmm. is fantastic mm-hmm. with coupon codes. So you can, and you wouldn't have to feel, you know, weird about it because I have done it before and yep. using a coupon code for that. It's wonderful. Um, if you have favorite designers, like specific designers, follow them on Instagram and turn on your post notifications because the majority of the time, when they release a new pattern for the first day, it's discounted. Yep. You know, 20% off if you buy it today only. So if you're on it, you can usually get it for a discount if that's, you know, what they do. But a lot of designers do do that. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be afraid to substitute yarn. Yeah, which is a lot of more beginners are afraid anyway. to choose something outside of what the pattern is. The other thing is to get creative and have an open mind when you're looking at yarn. Because, like, I would have passed up that purple and black yarn and not thought to make a sweater. But Anne was like, hey, look at this beautiful free yarn. And now she has a beautiful sweater. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. See? It's, you just have to think outside <laughs> the box a little bit. And when you're looking at, like, the sales sections of websites and, like, hobby and stuff, you're like, well, what the heck would I make with this? You know, just buy a sweater's worth and then you figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> that's how you build a stash, guys. Yep. And having a stash is great for, you know, saving money because, you know, when you find that pattern that you want to make go in your stash and you're like, oh my God, look at this. I found a sweater's worth of great yarn at this discounted price and it's perfect for this. So I think a lot of the time if you go in with, without a pattern specifically in mind, but you know, roughly you need, you know, however much for a sweater, then that's great because then you can find something to do with it later. Yeah. Like I know, you know, what I need ish in, in, um, fingering mm-hmm. and ish in worsted and then you can kind of you know mishmash for sport yeah. or dk so then yeah when i'm out shopping I'm like oh yeah this is enough to do something yeah and um, then you figure out what that something is later yeah and uh i would say um that a really good habit is to um not lose your train of thought. <laughs> so That's a great idea. You can just cut that. That's <laughs> okay. Um, one of my other suggestions is getting into yarn slash fabric upcycling. Ah, that's, yes. <laughs> I read Anne's mind and I figured out what it was. Thank you. You're welcome. You got the train back on the track. Go to the thrift stores. Yes. 
Um, and like we used to work with Terry, who yeah. worked at Ancapa. Upcycle Queen. She would yeah. find beautiful cashmere sweaters and take them all apart and turn them into other beautiful cashmere sweaters yeah. or hats or garments. Yeah. Um, you have to be willing to dig, you know, mm-hmm. because that's how you find the thing. Sometimes you'll stumble upon it easily, but a lot of the time it's a lot of digging and going to a lot of stores and thrifting. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to have the patience for that. But also fabric in the same way, you go look at the fabric section or like the bed sheets or quilts or, you know, there's lots of options. I've seen people, um, I think I've talked about her before, Kate Conkers on Instagram and her name is C-A-I-T Conkers, like C-O-N-Q, whatever. Um, she is, she upcycles thrift store garments all the time. So mm-hmm. she'll like buy a wedding dress and dye it and take it apart. Oh and yeah, turn she's it into that other cute things. one. She poses yes. in front of the like hutch. Yes. Yeah, yep. she's adorable. I love her. So she's like inspiration, you know, forever with mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but you got to be willing to do the digging to find those yeah. things. So I think it'd be a good time to pause and talk about what kind of sweaters you can take yarn from. Sure. So what you're looking, and stop me if I miss something, like... What you're looking for is actually sewn seams. Yeah. So a lot of commercial cheap sweaters are cut out of pre-knitted fabric and they're surged together. You're looking for something that if you pulled a seam apart, it's going to be two distinct full pieces of fabric. Mm -hmm. Because otherwise you're just going to get tons of little pieces of yarn. (laughs) You can Um, go on Google and do a Google image search for like surged seams so you know exactly what it looks like and mm -hmm. what you're looking for Mm -hmm. because it'll be pretty easy to spot once you know what it looks like. Yes. Um, Because if you buy that surged sweater and you take the seam apart, you're going to have one row's worth of yarn over and over. So you're going to have hundreds of tiny little pieces and not be able to do anything with it except for tie it all back together if you Mm -hmm. wanted to. If that's a look you're going for, I suppose you could just magic knot one row at a time. (laughs) I suppose you could. And I have only dabbled in this pursuit of reclaiming sweaters. Mm -hmm. Um, But something, I was not unraveling them. I would like take the sleeve, open the sleeve, Mm -hmm. and just start knitting a sleeve from the sleeve. You could do that too. Then you know you have enough yarn to make a sleeve. That's true. And it wasn't like I was taking one stockinette sleeve and doing another. Because that's where I started to feel like, this what feels like a, a hamster wheel. <laughs> right? <laughs> but it was like a, a stockinette men's sweater that I was making a lace sweater or yeah. something. Um, yeah, you can find nice things. The other thing I would say to look for when you're looking for yarn to reclaim from sweaters is a lot of commercial garments are knitted with multiple strands of thinner yarn to make it chunkier. So if you find what looks like a worsted or a chunky, like try and pull the yarn apart a little bit And a lot of them are just like three or four strands of separate yarn, which is fine if you want to take those apart and then Uh you have an infinite amount of yarn, (laughs) but knitting with it and unraveling it can kind of be a pain in the butt if it's not a solid piece of yarn. Um, So that's one thing to, one other thing to look for. Um, And then remaking failed projects. Mm -hmm. You know, you bought, you spent the money on that beautiful yarn, but you don't love the sweater or the hat or whatever. Mm -hmm. Take it apart. Yeah. It feels bad at the time, but maybe throw it in a drawer for a minute and then do it. I find something very satisfying about cannibalizing the project. (laughs) So rather than having to rip it all out Mm -hmm. and wind it, I leave it intact in that and I will knit, I will unknit the one to knit the other. other. (laughs) And it's very satisfying. It's just, it's... I think in some horror movies, the villain has, like, eaten the person while they're alive. Like, I'm just going to take a toe now. Yeah. 
it, to me, it's like watch it. It's like that, you know, that impossible thing in Scooby Doo. You know, where someone runs off with a strand, and somehow, while the person's wearing the sweater, it unravels yeah. around their body, even though they're not moving. No, and that's not really physically possible. But it kind of feels that way. Like I never ha, ha, ha. thought about that. Actually, you would have to spin around in circles or take the seams out first. It, it just doesn't unravel like that. That's very true. That's Maybe answer. a scarf, it would work. Yeah. So, um, but no, I can totally picture it, and you're right. Yeah, not that doesn't work that way. Can I add a comment about upcycling? Please. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I follow Lisa Woolfork, Black Women Stitch. Oh, I just started following her. I like she her. she made this fabulous coat from uh, Maramico Comforter. Mm. Yeah, I saw that. It's so it's cute. So much work and so gorgeous. But she does that. Oh, she's the one who got me to think. You know, the if you find a really cool sheet, yep. you can turn that into a dress. Yeah, of course. And that sheet costs way less than yeah. the fabric, and it's a lot wider than you can buy fabric. So mm-hmm. you can even maybe put, you can put, sometimes, you know, for those of us who are larger sizes, sometimes it's really hard to be able to get a whole front or a whole back on within the width of like if you're spending like a wide s- skirt or something like mm-hmm. that think about shopping like like you said looking at the um at the thrift store mm-hmm. for at the sheets and looking that to that as garment fabric yeah mm-hmm. i mean um, quilt coats are very popular right quilt now coats. Mm-hmm. you're gonna piss off mary fawns if you do that but <laughs> i'm actually so i actually ordered some like old vintage someone was selling some old vintage quilts yeah i'll make them pajamas out that of them. sounds oh, wonderful and i fully support you yeah i kind of i'm like i know someone handmade these but i'm gonna cut and mix and match them and have the most comfortable cozy pajamas and they're cotton so it's not like i'm not gonna be able to wear them yeah later on but that. won't they be great quilted pajamas yeah, i think that'll be wonderful someone made I hope a com- she doesn't haunt you someone <laughs> made a comment and said you'll never have to make your bed because you're wearing it your covers <laughs> Love that. yeah, that's good that's as if I'm, I'm like, haha, fooled you. I don't make my bed anyway. <laughs> <laughs> a detail. <laughs> Those are all of my tips and tricks that I came up with. Anybody else have anything on their list that um, they want to touch on? No, I like shopping, so I stuck to the stores. I like yeah. to shop. <laughs> I also like shopping. Um, well, anybody obsessed with anything exciting this month? Yes. Good. Tell go me. Okay. So it's not even in honor of your birthday. Okay. Uh, but I'm like. Pretty much today, I am obsessed with the idea of pranks. I'm not like a good prankster, okay, but I love the idea. Of How them. are you not a good prankster? Because it would be they're like a in little your DNA. bit mean spirit. Like I think even like the nicest pranks, like the idea of tricking you and fooling you, I do like, but like I like it very low stakes. This is why it is not fair that nobody else has to deal with this on their birthday. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> so again, it has nothing to do with your birthday. Okay, good. Uh, so I was, I came across a list of like work safe pranks. Okay. And that, a lot of them made me laugh out loud. Yeah, it's kind so of good I'm to really know that. So I'm really considering um, this one for tomorrow, which is you buy a box of donuts. Mm-hmm. Is jelly filled is really good. And then you put a little post-it on the box that says, Happy April Fool's Day. 
Oh, and they're perfectly fine, but yeah. you don't know if... Oh, my God, that's so funny. That is so safe. <laughs> okay. So then the other one I like... With a little winky face. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, my definitely. Gosh, that's so funny. Um, the other one I liked, and instead of... I thought, like, I could do this because it is absolutely harm-free, uh-huh. but I was worried about people's reactions when you tell them. So instead, all day I asked people, what would you say if I came in and I told you I slashed your tires? Okay. Now they're worried about it. Okay. And then you go outside and on your tires, and I would do all four tires. There's a picture of Slash the oh guitarist. <laughs> so, oh, that's funny. I loved, like... Or you say, oh my God, somebody slashed your tires. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's kind of fun to be like, I slashed I your tires. <laughs> so I asked one guy who's kind of quiet, thoughtful. <laughs> I totally want to do that now. And he had no idea where I was. Because, like, one of my other coworkers, like, I was reading them out loud when they amused me. Uh-huh. So he knew where my head was. So um, I said, hey, um, what would you do if I, if I came in tomorrow and I said I slashed your tires? And he just looked at me like, what is this about? Yeah. And uh, he said, well, I guess I'd have to go to the tire store. <laughs> <laughs> That's, very That's cute. so nice. You're like not mad at me at all. I guess I have to go to the tire store. <laughs> and then um, we asked another guy. He's like, "Well, why would you do such a thing?" Which is the expected outcome. Yeah, uh-huh. And then what's wrong said, with you? What I, is- I guess I'm gonna have to file a police report. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love Those this are one. very different responses. He's, he's like, "I got the handcuffs. I'm making a citizen's arrest." Oh my god! That's so he's funny. like, well, I hope I'd go out and see that it was just a picture of Slash before I called the police. Yeah. <laughs> Those are my two favorite responses. That's awesome. And then the other one, I think you guys are gonna like. You might want to do this with me. Okay. Okay. So you you leave a note on someone's car when you have done nothing to their car, mm-hmm. and you write, "Sorry for the damage." Oh. <laughs> I make them look all around. For the people who park in our Oh, spot. my God. For the people who park in our parking space. <laughs> Come on now. It's even better than As long my... as you don't sign it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's even better than my hand. So my, my I think I've said this. Hand. My strategy for them, I can't, we can't fight them anymore. They're not going to respect this. So I just put a smudgy handprint right where the driver would be looking. Yeah. I, I, I like this. Sorry for the damage. Sorry for the damage. <laughs> just make them look. That's so funny. That's funny. No, I, I go there and I, and I say, I saw your person make them move their car. I, and I will stand here and wait until they go and move their car. Yeah. Because they know. They know. Yeah, I don't think it's them. I think it's like their like clients sometimes. Yeah, but, but like, they but should be the ones. A sign on the door. We set the expectation yeah. to not do that. That's all so. they need is a little sign that says, don't park in other people's spots. Yep. Also, I mean, come on. Right, I could understand if you would assume that we wouldn't be here, but we're here at 8 o'clock at night. You yeah. know, a lot of places are closed, Look, but still. They're here at odd hours. Yeah. Why do they assume that nobody else is here at odd I hours? I mean, Well, I yeah. mean, we were fairly warned not to do it, that it had been conflict in the past. Yeah. yeah. So every time I think about cheating at it, I think, what if somebody from one of the other businesses comes here at this weird hour, just needs to run in real quick, and their spot's not available to them? Yeah. That would upset me. I would also be mad. And my luck would be that it would happen every time. Yes. <laughs> I don't cheat at it in the same way that I don't park in handicapped spots. I just don't on um, principle. You know it what just I don't is understand the is there are plenty of options. They're just That's not the, the most thing. convenient one. Yeah. There yeah. are always empty parking spots. You just have to walk them in it. Yeah. Well, I almost never park in our spot because I'm I usually coming people. when our yep. clients are coming. Yeah. 
So I just perked directly across from it. Yep. <laughs> or to the side or yeah. yeah. There's lots of options yep. of unmarked spaces. <sighs> um so anyway, that's pranks. I love it. That's I want to really do funny. I want to do that one. <laughs> Keep some in your car. Yeah. I am told I'm told I'm, I'm told the for that. Yeah. That's so funny. Sorry for the damage. Sorry for the damage. <laughs> I like that. Um Yeah, so that's my obsession. It'll fade very quickly. Sure. Sometime after midnight tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> they come and go so quickly. <laughs> but you know what? It's, it's a fun exercise. Yeah. Just ask people, uh, what would you do if what I would you do? told you I slashed your tires? <laughs> and I just still, I, I'm going to treasure that one forever. I guess I'd go to the tire store. <laughs> I mean, that's very cute. Absolutely precious. Karen, do you have an obsession? I actually don't. I've been so focused on money and spreadsheets that I have not even listened. I guess the only thing I'm obsessed with is, oh, I am, I know, I am obsessed with my new, there's headphones that you sleep in. Oh, Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. I have a set of those. I never use them. But it sounded like a great idea when I bought them. (laughs) I use them also because I I got a second one because it's wider, so it'll also cover my eyes. Mm Mm-hmm. And the one, the only thing is it's starting to wear on the nights where it's warmer. It's a little too warm to wear that. And then when I, it's, if it's too warm to wear it, that means I got to listen to my husband snore. <laughs> Whereas when it's cool, I can wear it and it totally tunes it out. And I listen to the Calm app and I listen to like crickets and stuff, but mm-hmm. that's what I do. Nice. Um, how about a, um, sleep apnea machine for him? Because snoring is an early indicator of sleep apnea. Yeah, I don't think he'll do that. Mm-hmm. He won't sleep on it. Although it probably would be better for him than me poking him and kicking him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it definitely would be better. I'm He's... on the edge of getting of investigating getting one for myself because I know I'm snoring more and more and more, mm-hmm. and um, and I can feel it's it's like dryness and stuff on the top of my throat. Yeah. My husband tries to do the neti pot, which is like, Ech. I know it sounds gross. I could never do it. It's just too weird to me. It's not the water flow. But it doesn't flow. seem to help him. It's not the water flow that I have a problem with. It's the people who got the brain parasites from using um, tap water. Oh, what? well. Because there's an open entrance to your brain at the top of your nasal passage. You're supposed to use saline. It's supposed to be saline. Yeah, so they used... So there's little salt packets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you use whatever water source. So people were using tap water. Yeah. Ew. And the saline packet. And yeah. Because the, the saline is just how much salt is in there. So you're really supposed to use, like, distilled water. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and the saline packet. So even though I would only you ever know, do it that I, way. I bet he does the tap water because it's convenient because it's right there. Yeah. So anyway. Something yeah. to think about. Honestly, he just needs an, He just needs... Uh, to go get a prescription for his sinuses. And you just, you push, you so like Kevin was on the edge. His doctor's like, yeah, after your sleep study, we can kind of detect it. So you're just on the edge. It's not bad enough for a machine. It's like, but can you order me a machine? Can I have one anyway? Yeah, and they're like, oh yeah, okay. So if you just push back a little bit, you get it. Yeah. Uh, at least with Kaiser. Well, <laughs> yeah. That's it. Kay, what are you obsessed by? Um... I have an Instagram account that I found called I'd Knit That. <laughs> it's id.knit.net. I like it. Go in there. She is um, a fiber artist in the sense that her pieces that she knits are art pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, and I 
stole from her website the description of how, yeah, she, of her, like, take on it. It says, Kendall's work celebrates femininity through women-dominated crafts and subject material. Kendall hand-knits, embroiders, and beads wearable pieces to tell the story of what it feels and looks like to be a young woman in a way that approaches the subjects as important and necessary topics in art. Combining traditionally feminine crafts, women's history, and her personal experience as young women, as a young woman, inspires work that is unapologetically feminine. And it's these garments that mostly have text worked yeah. into them. There was someone else I followed a long time ago who, like, had a Why similar... Why do you care if I'm nice? <laughs> that work for you. I love this one. <laughs> so it says, like... This one is a vest. It says, do you get it? Do you know what I mean? Is it too feminine? Would you be more impressed with this if a man made it? Are you sure? Um, this one says, was it something I said with a smiley face? Um, here's a vest that says, how many likes do you think this will get? Uh, uh, oh, see you will next Tuesday. She has a vest that says, <laughs> see you next Tuesday. <laughs> what does that mean? C. The letter. Uh, U. U. And T. So if you if someone says see you, if someone says see you next Tuesday, it's a it's not a very nice thing for them to say to oh, you. See oh, you, Auntie. Got Spell it. with me. Yes, yeah, I like that this one that says I don't want to be the bigger person. Yeah, yeah I like that too. I like this. I have you made don't this, know me. Yeah, I have made this for you. I hope you, you like. I hope it fits. Tell me if you like it. I th- I read it differently actually. I've made this. I hope you like the way it fits, which is even like sassier. This one says I thought this was supposed to calm me down. Yeah. <laughs> I never say that. No, but <laughs> some of them are, and she is very prolific. I mean, oh my she posts gosh, these yeah. all like Ooh, look at her cute every little, other day. Oh my God, look at this. It's a cute little gingham patchwork. Very cute. I was literally just thinking, what would it look like if I like did some color changes and continued into the next um, there you go. gingham color? And it looks really cute, guys. Very cute. Oh my gosh. But she makes some cute stuff, and I like the. <laughs> I like her uh, her take on things. I did the beaded sweater. I love it. I love this vest that's ombre in the background. And the text says, do you know we still tell stories about you? <laughs> <laughs> um, so that is my uh, Instagram account oh, I am obsessed gosh. with okay. right now. Why I won't you text me that. first? <laughs> um, well, I guess that brings us to the end for our April episode. Um, new classes are on the website right now. Um, so if you want to go sign up for something fun, you can do that. Um, book club will come out in a couple of weeks and I think that is all that we have to cover. So I guess we'll see you guys next month. Bye everybody. Bye bye. Strings Unraveled is a production of Strings and Things Studio with Anne Leckervin Cazzoli, Katie Von Rader Fraker, and Karen Wilmoth. Recorded and edited by Katie Von Rader Fraker. Find us online at stringsandthingsstudio.com or on Facebook or Instagram at stringsandthingsstudio. You can email us at stringsandthingsinfo at gmail.com.